1: Back at TD Garden, Josué Pavone here alongside Evan Valenti, CLNS Media. This is the Garden Report where the Celtics have just topped uh, the Atlanta Hawks 119 to 110 as uh, Terry Rozier put on an encore after what he did Wednesday night. After doing a triple-double here, he messed around and got 31 points for a new career high. Uh, really set the tone here in that second half, especially in that third quarter where the Celtics managed to, to outscore uh, the, the Atlanta Hawks. with 41 third-quarter points. 41 third-quarter points. Brad Stevens called it the best quarter he's seen all season long, and I can't argue with the head coach. Yeah,
2: Brad, mean, Brad was talking about that after the half. game. It was an outstanding half, and what they really did, and we all kind kind of pointed out, you know, in the press box upstairs that they really did a great job of focusing on Al Horford, making right. sure he got a lot of touches in that second half, and they really thought, Then Brad talked about after the game, Al Horford really got us going in that third quarter, right. and they're, you know, competency on the defensive side of the floor really gave them a lot of offensive confidence it it wasn't like and Brad mentioned that their first half was a good shooting half they shot 55 Mm percent from the field in the first half they just really ratcheted up on the defensive side of the ball once they started really really get into it defensively I mean they held the the Hawks to like what 20 points in that third quarter Mm -hmm. they really got after it defensively 20 percent and they they were able to turn them over and and, and get easy shots Jason Tatum had a career high Terry Rozier had a career high He he had great games all the way around you know, Abdul Nader contributed right. in this in this game. It was a great all-around game for the Boston Celtics. A, a good way to go into this weekend with a lot of guys banged up and hurt. A way to pick up the slack. Right. No, as we've mentioned, no Kyrie Irving, no Marcus Morris, no Marcus Smart, no Shane no Larkin, Shane Larkin. Yeah. and, and yeah. these guys came out ten deep and really handled yeah. a Hawks team that. To be fair, Joe's way, they've played Boston tough this year. You go back yeah. to the game back in Atlanta, it really It took, wasn't easy. It yeah. was the Kyrie yeah, and Jason Tatum Celtics. show right. with, with Tatum hitting corner threes to really yeah. bail them out. So an excellent, excellent game from the Boston Celtics, right. especially because
1: they're undermanned. I like how you mentioned Al Holford in that third quarter. I mean, he got his ball got the ball in the paint, back to the basket, was effective, of course, offensively. But I think the seeds were planted for the momentum shift in the second quarter. I mean, you saw Jason Tatum really picking his spots. I mean, I love two plays in particular where he uh, he found his spot right in front of the free throw line left foot step back i mean it was untouchable and you saw that momentum start to shift once he started going you saw jalen Brown start to pick up his offense but man terry rozier really got things going that first half and he was a big reason why those please those seeds were planted in the second quarter for that humongous third quarter uh outpour from the offensive side and the
2: one thing about rozier and we've talked about it i think just in inner circles just if you're a fan if you're a media person doesn't really matter terry rozier the big Contribution the last two games is his ability to get inside the paint and kind of dissect what's going on, whether right. it's you know pulling up or trying to get to the rack and finish or you know pulling it back out to set something up. How many times tonight did we see Terry Ozier drive in, then pull it out, go yeah. ISO, clear one side of the floor, right. and hit a pull up three? I mean, yeah. this is the kind of stuff you're seeing from Ozier. The more confident he gets on the floor, the yeah. better the boss and so it's gonna be. You look at the way they're set up, they do have a secondary, a secondary playmaking problem. Okay. Right. The bring guys off the bench. It's just not as crisp. It's not as clean mm-hmm. when Kyrie Irving's out there. That's what happens when you take your all-star point guard off the floor. But All Rozier's right. development this year, just as a
1: point guard, mm-hmm. as a
2: distributor, as a playmaker, especially the last two games, cannot, just wait be
1: understated. You know what, Evan? I love the fact that you bring up Kyrie Irving because this is something I feel like is being overlooked. I see a strong influence in Kyrie Irving, what he's able to do for Terry Rozier. I mean, his approach, the way he goes about getting past the defenders, we know Terry Rozier is quick with the ball. We know what he can do, but a lot of times, this is specifically his biggest complaint last year when people were talking about Terry Rozier, was that he was unable to finish. This year, he's finishing at the rim. He's picking his spots. He knows when to pull up for that three-pointer and when to drive. Reminds me a lot of Kyrie Irving. And I feel like now that Kyrie Irving, of course, has been sidelined for the last two games, we're seeing that flow throughout the last two games out of uh, Terry Rozier here at the Garden.
2: The one thing about Rozier that I like in terms of like what he's modeled after Kyrie Irving as you've seen him go a little little more glass this year I think with some of these mid range pull ups it's been really great but you know the first guy yeah, to I compliment his point guard after the game Kyrie Irving was Terry Rozier he, Terry was asked you know what's is it nice to start after you know and come off the bench for so long goes yeah it's nice and you know I could get used to this but. Kyrie is our starter and the first guy to congratulate me after the game is going to be Kyrie Irving Mm -hmm. after my family. He's been my biggest supporter here and that just shows you the leader that they have in Kyrie Irving. That's the guy you want. When you trade, all those things for a star point guard. You kind of hope he translates. Mm-hmm. And Kyrie's been seamless. But the biggest thing I think I've been shocked about, Joe Sway, is his leadership ability. Yeah. The way he talks to his teammates, the way he talks to the press is always interesting. But the way he props <laughs> up his teammates yeah. in the press, I think, is a, a great thing to see out of a 25 year old point guard who's coming into a, a new franchise and trying to figure right. out where he belongs.
1: And that, it makes you think, you know, what kind of conversations is going on behind the scenes. Oh, I'd love to know. No. And, and you could see that influence. You can see Terry Rozier once again give props to his starting point guard. The understudy, given props, of course, to Kyrie Irving for a second straight game after a, a career night, 31 points. I mean, it was it was a, it was an amazing basketball game for for. Uh, um Terry Rozier. What a performance here at TD Garden. And that's going to do it for us here for the Garden Report. My name is Joseph Pavone. He's Evan Valenti. If you haven't already, make sure you head over to SeatGeek.com. Use the promo code GardenReport where you can save $20 off your first purchase. That is promo code GardenReport. Head over to SeatGeek and get yourself $20 off your first purchase. Garden Report, SeatGeek. My name is Joseph Pavone. Once again, he is Evan Valenti. This has been the Garden Report for CLNS Media and Celtics Blog.
0: Hi everybody this is Jimmy Toscano here from The Garden Report and I have a message for all you singles out there. Sup? Aside from that if you're trying online dating chances are you've run into oh I don't know lazy text messages, dead-end conversations, random matches that don't turn into dates, so on and so forth. Well you just can't get to know someone by looking at their picture. That's why eHarmony is different. They take steps that other dating sites just don't take in order to find you a more compatible match. Just ask over a million people they've already found perfect matches for. That's because eHarmony uses years and years of science, data, and psychological research to send you the right matches. Let them help you. And right now, I can help you too, because my listeners can get a free month with eHarmony when they sign up for a three-month subscription. Just enter my code GARDENREPORT, one word, GARDENREPORT, at checkout. Stop waiting and start your journey to a satisfying, meaningful relationship. It can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's only one app that's built to bring you real love, eHarmony. Come see how eHarmony changed your life. Go to eHarmony.com and get started. Enter my code GARDENREPORT at checkout.
3: Today's segment was powered by SeatGeek. Buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated and confusing, but there's a better way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event, not just sports folks. Right here at TD Garden, there's concerts, there's sporting events, there's everything you need, and SeatGeek can be your go-to source for ticket purchases. SeatGeek saves you time, money, and it allows you to search multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. I use SeatGeek all the time. Just purchase tickets to the Justin Timberlake concert here at TD Garden. I saved 20 bucks. You can too. Because you're a listener, you get a $20 off your first purchase. It's so simple. Go to SeatGeek's mobile app. Download the free mobile app. And when you're purchasing, enter the promo code GARDENREPORT. That's one word, GARDENREPORT. The promo code will enable a $20 discount for you on your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't disappoint your girlfriend or your friends by purchasing tickets for more money than needed. Check out the seats using the SeatGeek map locator allows you to check out the whole arena and your view of the stage or the basketball court. So again, download the SeatGeek mobile app, use the promo code GARDENREPORT, and save $20 off your first ticket purchase from SeatGeek. Welcome back inside TD Garden. Nick Gelso. Evan Valenti, my Some man. man.
2: man. The the mic bump. What's okay. going on? Welcome bl- to the garden, dude. This is a blast. I mean, I you guys do this all the time. I cannot believe <laughs> you do this all the time. This is what <laughs> dreams are made of, folks. I'm serious. <laughs> I've, I've waited a long time to do this. this well, it's an honor. You you you've, you've lived up to
3: uh, your reputation and uh, try. you've been filling in on Celtics Beat podcast yes. and doing an amazing job. And your predecessor loved Greg Monroe. Oh, for years he was talking about. The Celtics need to go after Monroe. Well,
2: in principle, here here we are. He's signing with the Celtics what does he bring to this team, Evan? Well, okay, so as a guy that's been watching Greg Monroe since I was at Syracuse, he was at Georgetown, and he used to kill Syracuse routinely. I can tell you Greg Monroe is a very skilled big man. Okay, Maybe not on the defensive side of the floor, but that's okay. Right. The Celtics are the number one team, number two team in the NBA defensively anyway. They don't really need that. They need some scoring. and need a guy to give some of these bigs some time off. Al Horford has logged a ton of minutes, and he's done a really great job this year. Aaron Baines, Marcus Morris, Daniel Tice, who's been spectacular. spectacular. right? But they need a another big guy to come in, help facilitate that offense, and give some guys a break. And that's the one thing that I think they're really looking for here. A guy that can come in, get some rebounds, maybe facilitate a little bit out of the high and low post if he can. Now, that's not going to happen right away. But I can tell you, Monroe is a very skilled guy. He can put the ball in the deck, he can Good score with hand, can pass the ball. He's going to fit in. It's just going to take a while. It might be a little bumpy to start, but this is a guy that's very, very skilled. Well, you offensive. mentioned a
3: couple things. Rebounding is something the Celtics definitely need. He's, he's been a good career rebounder. Yes. He may not be an amazing defender, like you said, but he has a big body in the paint. And he's an imposing body. So that helps the Celtics as well when people are driving like LeBron, driving the lane. Matt, you, you can't play Baines and Morris together too often because I think the speed factor there—they right. might be a little too slow. Oh, yeah. But imagine coming driving this the lane right here against one of those two guys. So toughness I think is a big factor in as the, well. And the
2: way that the Celtics play defense is different. You know they're yep. not going to leave Monroe stranded on an island if he's got some big in a switch that he can't handle. Like right. He's going to be matched up against Giannis or against or against Kevin Love when he comes back, some of the upper echelon bigs in the league, he's going to have help. The, the way the Celtics play defense, they play really as a unit. And when you get to see it in, in person, in it's person different. Is different right? When you get that bird's-eye view, it's really nice. You can see the defensive movement, how guys shift the around the floor. It's beautiful. So if you're Greg Monroe, it's not really that hard to pick the Boston Celtics, to be frankly honest. I know, you, I know New Orleans is involved. I know that's sort of his hometown. He has a lot of history there but this is a Celtics team that can really harness his strengths and cover up his weaknesses with the way they move and play as a team.
3: Not to mention Brad Stevens has rehabilitated careers over and over in his short time here in Boston, four or five years. Monroe, this could be a perfect situation for him. Comes in in a you know, maybe a little cliche to say a PJ Brown type role midway through. the Oh season, yeah, that's already been done. Right? today. Yeah, a couple times. I like times, it though. I like yeah, a it a couple though. times, and uh, you know, rehab his career and and potentially he signs a better contract next year. It's a win win all the way around. Now you seem to think uh, that Monroe will not be starting.
2: No, I don't think so. I, and I I I don't know why people would assume that right away. Maybe he plays himself into that role. Maybe he does not. The one thing I'll tell you is when he comes in, I would expect him to be productive fairly quickly. Whether he ends up starting or not, I don't know. I don't think the Celtics really want him to play crunch time minutes either. If you think about the way they like to play, they like to have as much skill on the floor as at all times, and they will sacrifice height here and there. When they really want to play, it's Kyrie Irving, it's Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Al Horford. That's your crunch time five. Monroe is good, but he's not going to break that mold. At the end of the game, he's not. Maybe in certain situations, maybe like you know, if they play a a team like the like as an example, the Bulls, where they where Brad used Gerald Green as a, a starter to kind of mix things up, or as Brad says, to shake the snow globe. Maybe that's something, but I would not expect Monroe to play real big quality minutes down the stretch all the time. Maybe in certain situations, absolutely, but not all the time. What does he do for Al Horford's game? Well, Al Horford's going to be, you know, it's going to be weird because they don't like to play a lot of two post guys, but Al Horford's going to be able to kind of float around a little bit more on the perimeter a little bit more. He is a really good knockdown shooter. He's shooting the ball almost at a 41% clip this year from downtown. He's going to get more open looks down there if Monroe's able to command the low post. They can Because Al Horford is so skilled, and he can play almost anywhere. They can kind of play a four. Like I don't think they're going to get this this complicated, but they could almost play a four around one because how good Al Horford is at shooting three points. Yeah, he's the MVP corners.
3: of the team as much as Kyrie is. Even. Yes, uh, as you can see, they're they're tearing.
0: The yeah, parquet floor they, up we, around we, us.
3: They
2: are going to take yes, us and this with is,
3: a like, part of the parquet here. Yeah, this is about normal for the Garden Report. Right. Uh, we're used to this, and the ice is coming down. The Bruins are playing here Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so real quick, we're going to yes. wrap on this. Yes or no answer? Is Danny Ainge finished as the trade deadline is approaching on the 8th? Maybe mm-hmm. a minor move, but mm-hmm. I would say... That's not a yes or no answer. No, I kidding. say he yeah. is done. Yes. You think he's done? Yep. He's Evan Valenti. You know him. You know him from Celtics Beat, you know his voice, you know his face from the famous Celtics Roundtable on CLNS Media and often on Celtics Blog. Thanks so much for joining us oh, tonight, thank man. You, man. And we're looking forward to uh, having you here at the Garden quite often. I'll be back for I'm sure. I'm Nick Jellso. You know he's Evan Valenti. Today's segment was powered by eHarmony, eHarmony.com slash GardenReport get one free month with a purchase of three and it is Valentine's Day and uh, like Jimmy Toscano says every video he only needed it a week, eHarmony well, well so. I mean not everybody's
2: Jimmy Toscano okay? <laughs> everybody's got that kind of skills
3: we'll see you Super Bowl Sunday right back here at TD Garden Celtics Blog, CLNS Media